For Christmas, I want a cake that's made specifically for my body. I'm Jackie. A town with no crime equals Jimmy's bang time. I'm Justin. In Mother Russia, road forks you. In L.A. suburbs, you get stabbed in the cock with a fork. I'm Sam, and this is Dirty O'Neill on Stinker Madness. Hello, welcome to Stinker Madness, a podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers. For bad movie lovers, I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. This week on the show, currently streaming on Amazon Prime and probably some other assorted places, uh, is a movie from 1974 starring some nobodies uh, called Dirty O'Neill. Sam. Are you calling Art Matrano a nobody? I think we could do that. <laughs> Who's Art Matrano? Captain Mauser, goddammit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Captain Mauser. Yowza, yowza. Yeah, yeah. Also, he used to do the amazing Matrano, I think. Okay. Probably before we were around for it, because he fell off of a ladder and broke his neck and was a quadriplegic, oh. but actually was able to regain use of his arms and legs and could perform for very short periods and did a one-man show called uh, Jews Shouldn't Go on Ladders. Oh, boy. Okay. And he raised money from the show. He had he was well enough off. Or and he's also in Malibu Express. I mean, right, come on right, now. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was uh, well off enough that he donated most of the show's proceeds for wheelchairs for people that needed wheelchairs and things like that. That's fantastic. When and, when was uh, this around? What yearish? He quit doing it in two thousand eight. Okay, all right. It's not that long. He ago. was too, and he died. I think a couple years after that, in twelve maybe something like that. Yeah. Um. Actually, he might have died in 2021. It could have been very recently. Um, he- See, guys, that's that's why you don't stop working, because if you stop working, then you die. Yeah, it's really the truth, sadly. It really is. And when he did the uh, show, on The Tonight Show, he would do like the amazing Matrano, and he would hum a really ridiculous song and do like the worst magic tricks ever, like the thumb detached thing and crap like that. I kind of remember that. It was hilarious. That. Yeah, I kind of remember that. They re-ran that shit forever. Art Matrano is awesome. Um, and so the family guy did a thing on this Dewey special or something. I didn't watch a lot of the family guy where they basically had Jesus doing the Art Matrano routine and they didn't ask. So he sued the piss out of no. him and they immediately settled out of court for an <laughs> undisclosed sum because they're like, well, yeah, I mean, that's obviously your routine and we were doing it out of homage, but we should have asked for us here some money. Um but yeah, Art Matrano's awesome. Uh, and he's fun in this. Yeah. He's actually really fucking fun in this. He's so weird. There's so, the weirdness of some this of the things that they say movie. in this. Yeah. Um, also, Morgan Paul's in, he's like your poor man's Harrison Ford. Like, I mean, your poor, poor man's Harrison Ford. But oddly enough, plays David Holden in Blade Runner. So him and Harrison Ford are in the same movie. And I believe they're on the screen together. Mm, okay. Yeah. Other than that, you've got the frequent topless ladies of the 70s. This is almost like a who's who of shirts off ladies, Mm -hmm. like crazy business. Um, And they're all 18. I had to go look that up because I was like the one gal specifically who I can basically redraw naked from memory because I have Malibu Beach and Van Nuys Boulevard is the... uh, one of the quote unquote 17 year old girls. Uh She is 18. She's not 
much more than 18 because in 73 she started performing nude scenes and does up until 79 that's kind of her career is playing this character mm-hmm. um and then the other one is kitty carl who i think at that point is actually 21 even though she looks younger because she doesn't have giant boobs like the i mean those are giant boobs but for somebody that weighs like 80 pounds like 20 of its boobs and yeah. you're like whoa <laughs> um live Lindland, the uh the swedish um wife of the judge that we only see one time she was a playboy off like she'd done playboy a number of times i think um yeah and there's just a whole bunch of topless ladies that do the topless lady thing and it's an interesting point this is an american international pictures this is an arkoff film okay and this is an arkoff film because in 1970 everybody like corman's been gone for years um everyone's gone but arkoff and you just see aip lean in to the boobies hard pretty hard this is pretty pretty hard and this is like this is the most boobies i've seen in a non-pornographic film this is this is chock full of cans and for any movie in any point in time and this is 74 which is very early in the booby movie era and yeah. it leads into that era by putting the most that you possibly could put in one movie like uh, Gwendolyn in the Valley of the, in the Land of the Yik Yaks is not as nudie as this and that's made by a guy that made nudie movies. Yes. Yeah. Yep. This is this is um, wall-to-wall boobies. And in the Arkov formula is supported here but this isn't if you want to get a 19-year-old into the theater. This is if you want to get a 19-year-old jerking off behind the dumpster of the theater halfway through it. Yeah. Like, I was even watching it like, God, if this gets any hotter, I'm going to have to pause it and go spill some milk. This is terrible. Uh, I, can't, I couldn't believe it. I was like, one, my God, and two, how have I never seen this? Uh, you know what's kind of, I'm going to maybe put a negative tone on this whole thing. Negative tone. Sure. And Jackie, maybe you can... Uh, I don't know. See how you feel. But uh, usually in movies like this, and I'm going to be totally objectifying and and superficial, usually in movies with this many boobs or near about this many boobs, uh, a couple of them are weird. Just going to say, like, usually there's a couple north-south pointers, you know, some bad uh, boob jobs from the 70s. This movie has nothing but great racks in it. Like they are, they are fantastic cans. They're all gorgeous, which scares me because this is seventy four. There's a what like eight or nine actresses that are completely nude in this movie, and they all look amazing. And I have to think that there was some Weinstein shit going on. In the production of this movie, like to cast this, like, yeah, the Playboy ladies, we've seen her cans and the, you know, this, this lady, she's been in some of these other ones, but like, maybe there was like, okay, well, to be in this movie, we got to make sure that they're not weird looking. So get them out here, audition but lady. Jackie, an- any thoughts? I think that if you're going into this movie, you know that it's a nudity thing. And as an actress, I mean, as a professional, 
if I had a job and I knew that part of it was going to be nude, I would be expecting to get my cans out during the interview. Yeah, but what if you're like a really good actress, but you've got some weird boobs and you you got booted from Dirty O'Neill, which is probably in your best interest uh, because of, uh, you know, sexual. Yeah, this movie is not about anything other than the can cans. So, yeah. Get them out, but ladies. But also, they didn't have to do it. They didn't have to do that because they'd already done it or something. I mean, like, these women had all appeared nude before, and usually in AIP fi- pictures. This is just the rounders. Yeah. It's not, like, doing really, casting calls. They're like, still scares me. here's the gallery of what you're going to put in this movie. It still, still scares me. It's just scary. It's scary. It does. But <laughs> we don't hear a lot about Arkov being that kind of guy. At least I haven't. I should read more about that, and we'll get back to you on whether or not Arkoff was a Weinstein or if he was more of a Russ Meyer. Yeah, yeah. Who Russ Meyer would, I mean, he fell in love with a couple of them and got married to them, but, like, he's renowned for not being the casting couch guy. Like, he loved big old boobs, but he wasn't a fucking super weirdo about it because he's a little weird about it. Yeah. Because there's so many huge boobs all the time. (laughs) But, um... This is just, I didn't realize that, that Arkoff, like I, I'm looking at the seventies Arkoff mm-hmm. movies and I'm like, oh shit, we just hit a gold mine of episodes. There's a bunch of, because there's, movies. he's not just leaning into boobs. He's just leaning into a horror. So three of his pictures are sexploitation a year versus maybe one every couple of years. Mm-hmm. He's still got the violence. He's got like, this very year in the Arkoff pictures uh, library, we have truck Turner, Foxy Brown, truck stop women, bamboo gods and iron men. And yeah. there's like five more movies. Those are all good. So there's just good shit out there from Arkoff at this time. This might be the weakest and of that year that for him then. It was because you'd never heard of it. We've heard of those other ones. Mm-hmm. And why I haven't heard of this doesn't make sense to me because I was just like, this is very, what the fuck? This is a very you film, Sam. Very, very you. I, this is for anybody that likes, I mean, it's almost pornography. <laughs> This is almost <laughs> pornography. Like all these other movies, like that's just pornography. You could be like, you should watch Dirty O'Neill with it. With and this, get back to would me. Would this come up in uh, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson's son shared uh, porn uh, uh, regulation app app that they use? Like, oh, Dad, I know you watched Dirty O'Neill. You're not a good Christian this week. That's gross. I know it would come up it's both of their gross. dicks if they had seen this movie. But um, <laughs> it's super um, gross, Jackie. Not only are you like, is he having to have his rate porn regulated? Like <clears throat> alcohol. Okay, so uh, he's got an AA buddy who happens to be his son, but it's for porn. Like if you watch porn and you're like, oh, I'm addicted to it so much that I need somebody to be my What's that? What's the thing in the what they what is sponsor? Sponsor, thank you. Maybe you should just not be a Christian nut job. Maybe you should just watch porn like the rest of us. Because it's not Log a disease, you son of a bitch. It's not like fucking alcoholism. Get the fuck out of here, Mike Johnson. Get the fuck out of here. God damn it. Okay. Uh what else you got, Sam? Um I think I just rolled through all of it. Uh, yeah, no, the directors tits. and the right, the director and the writer are interesting because Lewis Teague directed this, co-directed because you got some of that happening with both Corman's people and um, Arkov's people. So this is a to what level co-directors? I'm not sure, but Lewis Teague and um, Leon 
Capitanos. Capitanos. So Louis Teague would go on after he after they did this. Um, Scorsese knew him from NYU, I guess, and he's like, "You should go to uh, work for Corman." Mm-hmm. And I think Arkoff sent him to Corman as well, but they didn't go like, "Go work at Corman as a director." They were like, "You need that's something else you just did there, but I think you need a little bit more fine tuning here." And so they sent him. He was an editor for a while on a number of those pictures. And eventually, like five years after this, in 79, he directs Lady in Red, which is pretty fun. And um, would eventually go on to also direct Cujo, Mm -hmm. Jewel of the Nile, which is the one that stinks, the sequel to Zemeckis' fantastic picture, Romancing the Stone, Mm -hmm. and uh, Navy Seals. Navy Seals. (laughs) So he's back, Louis Teague. Uh, didn't uh, Costa Costa Castellano, whatever his name is, didn't he? He write, wrote Fletch he Lives. Wrote Fletch, Fletch and Fletch. Yeah, he wrote Fletch Lives and Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Most notably, he wrote about nine or ten pictures. Okay, not bad, not bad. Uh, okay, Jackie, I'm gonna go to you. Let's go back to boobs. Who is the hottest boob lady in this movie? I wasn't looking at their faces, so I don't know. <laughs> Okay, who's got the best rack? Which got the what's the best set? Uh I don't want to sound gross, but I think it's the high school girl. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> she t- it's, those are incredible. They are so good they end up in Hollywood Boulevard, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean those showcased those 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 are the boobs of the seventies. Those <laughs> those are in some pictures. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with the high school girl. Okay, all right. All right, right, well, there you go. You you too? Oh, for those who are wondering, her name is uh, Tara Strohmeyer. Tara Strohmeyer. Um, I thought uh, both Ruby and uh, Vera were both uh, very attractive women. Yes. Like, top and bottom, all of it. They were good looking. The uh, Swedish meatball... um, she was a bit mannish. I'm not going to lie. She, her face was a uh, strong, very firm face. Yeah. Like, uh, she reminded me of a lady wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Like, like of China. the early ones. Yeah. Like China. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know if I'd be comfortable in a back alley with her, but uh, huge cans. Um, let's get into this. Okay. So first off, this is, movie is super budget. Like, super, 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 super budget. It's so budget that they could not get the aspect ratio right in post. So everything so, is stretched out. I can't remember the uh, name of the... They're probably shooting this with an Aeroflex camera, and there used to be a guy that would make anamorphic, like, mounts. It was like a, a adapter that would turn your camera anamorphic if you, had the, if you were writing the other right set of lenses. And so... What has happened here is this is a direct transfer of the print. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch it as an aspect ratio, you have to turn your TV to wide so that it goes back to 16 by 9 because it's all smashed. Yeah, it's all smashed. Like they smashed it to make it fit not our TVs today, which sucks. Like they didn't no, it crop, was, they it smashed. Was, when, whenever you see one smashed like this, it's this budget. It's because they forgot to – they didn't know what – they were doing on the front end of the transfers. So they just, this is a direct direct transfer of the film print. Right. And that would have had to have been stretched in projection or what you can do now is if your TV does that, you can stretch it. Yeah. I should have done that, but I didn't. Uh, so sorry about the aspect ratio is my first note. Uh, anyways, we got a cop. We got a cop named Jimmy O'Neill. 
That's what who's this movie's about. He's Dirty O'Neill. He uh, this is a small town someplace in California, and he uh, didn't want to be a tough cop in L.A. He wanted to be a freewheeling, good time having, small town, chick banging, donut eating, chick banging, banger of chicks. That's banger what, of chicks. That's what he wanted to do with his cop career. <laughs> It's got this, and the narration is just awesome because he's like, it's. It starts out with this music, and then he you see him, and he goes, "It's Bud Spencer." That should be illegal. I'm gonna bite your ass. Yeah, and then some lady just sits on his car, and he goes and bangs her. He bangs her. He his his job as a cop is to harass women, and then bang them. he doesn't even harass her. He's saying that to himself in a car with closed windows. I want to bite your ass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's just like, bang me. And yep, he's like, okay. Bite bite those buns. I'll let you. And then he starts narrating like, you know, it's not really dangerous, not really exciting, but I like the work. Well, I bet you do. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus, man. God. This is not, uh, he's not, I don't know. I think he's using the power of the badge as a uh, uh, a drug to bang chicks. They don't, they're throwing themselves at him so fast that the badge can't even be doing it. Maybe maybe they're scared. Maybe because he's an authoritarian (sighs) figure, Sam, authority figure. They're like, I got to do whatever I can to not go to jail because I got a record. I don't know. It seems like cops shouldn't be banging the townies. Then, you know, you watch this whole movie. He could just be the only swinging dick in town. It could be too. Jackie? Yeah, dude, he's fresh meat. And all the ladies want their their piece of his ass. Just because he's... His ass is the one to be bitten. <laughs> yes. That's right. They've heard about his long dong silver, and they're ready to ride. Okay, all right. I, yeah. I hope this is a thing in, in reality, that, like, uh, in some locations, they're like, hey... There's a guy in town, and he's got a huge wiener, and they're not like, oh, well, we want to marry him because he he has stability, and he seems like a good person, and he'll be a good, loving husband, and potentially a father. (laughs) They're like, no, let's all just, let's have the whole town bang him. That's what, okay, well, that's done, and then he just, I guess, drifts off, you know, the whole town bangs him, and he ends up in Des Moines. Like it's just a bro road trip movie mm-hmm. and you end up in Boobtopia, <laughs> Boobtopia, Illinois. You just get out of the car and buck some women just start throwing themselves at you if there's a real place. Yeah, I don't think this in Ohio, maybe. I don't, I don't think that that happens. I don't think that this is a thing. I think that the, the police nowadays should use this video as a way to recruit new, I new think that's members a great of the police. Idea. We've got a shortage <laughs> We've got a shortage of police officers throughout America. Bring them in with some dirty O'Neill. Yeah. And then for the ladies part of it, they can have a dirty, dirty O'Neill sister. Or I don't know. What? And then the- she gets on as the cop in town and then she rides all the wieners in town. Okay. Okay. You know, and then, yeah. like they they they'd come in and be like, "Oh, you're going to show us dirty O'Neill." Is this like a PSA against about being a dirty cop and taking bribes? And then the head cop is like, "Oh no, it it it's his penis is dirty." Yeah, he's got a dirty, filthy penis. 
It has been in all of these women repeatedly as them on calendars. He's having a hard time keeping track. That'll happen later. Oh, um, dirty O'Neill. In the first restaurant scene, that's what the cook says is why there's no crime in this town is because all of our women are pretty with big, perfect tits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh, yes, that would probably do it. Stopping the crime. Crime busters. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Nut busters. It's just fucking the semen in the streets is up to the ankles. Up to my knees. Got sewage problems, but... Uh... Peace tits. The song down. I don't know. Peace tits. Peace tits. What's peace, frog? And these are tits, not frogs. They've caused the peace. Peace, tits. <laughs> That's what the movie's telling me. Jim Morrison is giving you dirty looks in his grave right now. Yeah. he probably, Unless he saw this movie and he doesn't care. <laughs> he, he like, I, I bang all those ladies, too. Yeah. Um, okay, so he, he loves being a cop. Uh, he bangs one lady right off the get-go. He finds another lady being a hitchhiker. And uh, he's like, well, I can give you a ride to the end of town. And she gets in the car. And the first thing she says is, so are you a real cop? Mm -hmm. Which is like, so there was a moment where you got into a car driven by what you thought was may or may not be a police officer. If it's a police officer, get in the car. But if there's a chance that it's not a police officer... Don't get in the car ever. That you're gonna get murdered. What are you talking about? This is the seventies, the code of the highway. Ass cash or grass. Yeah, but they- she knows it doesn't matter. She she just starts blowing him after she makes fun of him. Are you so you probably got a little wiener? Let me see it. She's like, That's big, I want it. Sure, I get all that, Sam, but she wasn't sure if he was a real cop. She was gonna <laughs> blow whoever was driving the car. The, Whatever car, if it was a Dodge a fucking station wagon. The only people, the only thing that happens in cars where somebody is dressed as a cop in a pretend cop car, the only thing that happens in that car when they're not a real cop, there's no blowjobs. It's murder. They get murdered. Well, that, that's that's not true. Olden Polonies would have just given her a ticket. <laughs> Ooh. Olden Polonese, he played forward for the Utah Jazz and was arrested for impersonating a cop like two or three times, and he was just writing people fake tickets. To what end? To amuse himself in the strangest manner possible. Belongs in prison. There's nothing worse than a fake cop. Like, you are... uh, You're a sociopath. If you're pretending to be a cop, you have got... There's nothing good to come from you. Don't get in a car if you're not sure it's a cop. <laughs> That's the point. Even if you're going to blow him, find a different cop. Tell you're yeah. real sure that that's a cop. Then blow him. Yeah, because really, you're, you're, you're providing a public service. And you shouldn't be wasting it on a fake cop. That's right. That's going to kill you. Like she, This lady doesn't make it out of this town. She's, she, she's going to die prematurely by... Serial killer. Um, yeah, so he, he he's already banged another lady. Uh, meanwhile, uh, there's actual crime happening. There's a gas station, and Dave gets shot in the face. Poor Dave. 
Yeah, this is excessive. Yeah, well, excessive. I guess they don't have a description, is all that you can go by why they're being so murder, uh, fancy-free murder, laissez-faire, just like, kill them all. Yeah, they shot Dave in the face because he saw them. They probably got like 200 bucks out of the till. These are our bad guys of the movie. Um, and uh, uh, that's... Which really, I mean... Creepy. Three adult men crammed into a small car together. Yeah, they, they're, it's, they're, they're creepy. They're, they're creepy bad guys. Just the bad guys from the Born Losers, aren't they? Um, just kind of repackaged for yeah, this. kind of. And then the one of them has a Confederate Civil War cap. Yeah. To just make himself that much shittier. Right. Well, the cops hear about it, but they don't really do anything about it. They uh, go into the cop shop. Uh, uh. What's uh, Art Matrino's character's name? Do we care? Lassiter. Lassiter. Uh, him and Jimmy, they're partners. Uh, they go and uh, they're, I guess they're going to meet with the judge. And they see the judge's wife and she comes out and they're like, that's disgusting. Because the judge is old and wrinkly. And she's like Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, ugh, gross. Blah. It's like, mm, and that the judge had to import. Like his standards are so high. Mm -hmm. That he imports a booby lady from Sweden mm -hmm. when he lives in Boobpedia boob or Boobtopia yeah. or wherever. Yeah, what a well, it, she says that they met on a cruise. Mm -hmm. He still decided to drink from not the deepest well. <laughs> gross. He's importing. It's not gross. He's just got unrealistically high standards. Importing. And it worked out for him, I guess. Importing booby ladies. You should be made in America, buddy. Uh, I'm not just saying don't do it. I'm just saying, wow, that's some brass ones, Judge. Outside Thought of, you could do better, and you did. Outside of uh, the diner of the movie, it's Clyde's Diner, uh, there's a bit of accident pile up, and uh, you could Jimmy goes outside and, oh, hey, guess what? It's hot chicks. Hot chicks getting in. There's so many goddamn hot chicks that they're running into each other in the streets. And so he's like, hey, hot chick one, you just you just park it for a minute. I'll go talk to the other hot chick in this VW. And he goes, and this character's name is Lisa. She's a nurse. We meet up with her later. Uh, he's like, hey, so uh, how about I buy you a cup of coffee? We can talk about, uh, you know, why you're running into other cars. She's like, no, I'm good. Okay, well, I'll go talk to this other hot chick then. And he does, and uh, he bangs her. <laughs> Not yet, no. Not he yet. Doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. No. But she but, yeah. is, was mostly concerned about this accident, is that she has her cake in mm -hmm. the trunk, yeah. and this is the cake that she pops out of at funerals, uh, wakes, birthday parties. Mm -hmm. These are all options that she's given. I can't imagine going to a funeral and... You know, the dead coffins up there, and then, surprise, booby lady in a cake, everyone. I, I have that in my will, actually. Erica Laniac is to appear at my funeral in a cake. And she's to be buried with me. <laughs> <laughs> she does have a couple of years on me, so yeah, she might. She might. <laughs> Old Erica Laniac. Oh, <laughs> she's going to be out of my league her whole life because oh, yeah. I'm aging too, right? <laughs> right, right. But but it'll be funny. She'll be still hot, but like in pain. Not that that's funny, but it is kind of funny. Well, oh, 
It hurts. It'd be more fun if your funeral is just a reenactment of the scene, and you're just like dressed up like Steven Seagal. I'm I'm Erica Laniac. No, she jumps out of the cake, and your dead body is dressed up like Steven Seagal, and no one can tell the difference. Jackie, between your dead body and (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to eat a carrot. Uh, Jackie, uh, at your funeral, uh, do you want me to jump out of a cake dressed up as Erica Laniac? Would that do anything for you? No, thanks. Okay. I'll take my top off. Mm. I'm good. <laughs> okay. I, you know, maybe you could get me a Russell Brand. Russell, what? That was you. Ju- that's a joke. He's it's gross. Not- it's not a ch- Jackie. He's a fucking. He's a bad guy. He's not just gross and unfunny. He's a bad guy. He raped a bunch of women. He did. I didn't hear about that. I didn't yeah, hear about that either. He's went, he got arrested. Like it's not just allegedly. Yeah, no, dude, he sucks. We we don't say his name on this podcast. He's ugh, gross. Um, well, Russell Crowe will do. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. And then he would do it. He, he would do it. He would punch through the cake. No, he he would bust out of that cake singing and punching because he's drunk. Oh no, he, he takes his music very seriously. Oh, that's how you get him to. That's how you get him to stop fighting, huh? All right, uh, all right. Out, outside this diner, uh, we already did that. Um, him and uh, uh, Jimmy and Lasseter, they find a couple of old guys fighting, and I guess this is outside of the pool hall. And is one of these this, old guys Bill? I don't think so. Okay. These are just other ne'er do well old guys who fight. Okay. And inside uh, the bar where they break this up, uh, there's a hooker and she's uh, bitching about being a hooker or like, like you're a hooker, but I'm a better hooker because I ain't, I don't have a pimp or I don't know, whatever. Jimmy comes no. in, he sees her and he begs her. The lady that has just the big boobs mm-hmm. is just some barfly. Oh. And she's being lectured by the prostitute. That she's giving it away for free. Sure, you couldn't make it in the town. That's why I've got a circuit. This whole thing, the cops show up and she's like, okay, sorry, I'll talk to you later. I got to go do a freebie, which is how I keep this show rolling. Later on, Art Matrano's like, what are you going to do? Arrest the only two circuit hookers we have here? And he's like, no, I bang them for free. For free. Which she... Didn't do anything illegal, so we can't really arrest her. That's true. That's true. Uh, he's up to, uh, what's he up to? Three? He's up to three ladies already? No. So he's got one, two, three, I guess. Yep, yeah. Three and uh, half a page of notes. Uh, meanwhile, the cake lady, uh, she's getting accosted by a bunch of old guys. Then he's up to four because he already banged his next door neighbor by this point. Yeah, but uh, we're talking about on screen. Okay. Yeah, not not implied. Uh, but yeah, uh, the cake ladies. She's throw. She's doing her cake thing, and uh, typical uh, Freemasons party, right? Or is there these guys Shriners? I'm not sure. Uh, but either way, they uh, are like, ah, lady, they'll turn into fucking animal. Well bad. Well bad. I think that they all drank too much Kraken rum, <laughs> and they're just monsters. <laughs> Because they don't seem to be having malicious intent, but they're just like, oh my gosh, she's way hotter than I thought she was going to be. Some old guy is just getting his face 
slammed into his food <laughs> repeatedly. They've descended into complete madness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And some guy just yells, show me your pussy. <laughs> and she's like, this is not, this one's headed south fast. I got to get out of here. So she runs upstairs to this hotel and she runs into Jimmy and Jimmy's like, I'll save you. And they end up in a coat closet together. And there, I think that they bang. They do, because he, in the next narration, he's like, I stayed in that closet for two hours. But with or without the badge, you got to do the right thing. Which is apparently just to bang a lady that likes the size of your wiener. Yep, that's four. Uh, so then he dresses up as a nurse for a sting. We never, yeah. What's the sting? Did we ever? The sting is, is that there's a guy that keeps flashing his wiener at all the nurses. I thought that was just a random coincidence. No. Because he seems no. surprised. They're stinging that guy that he catches. When he when the guy shows up and flashes him, he's like, hey, that's illegal. And then chases him, not like, hey, that's the, the guy we've been mm. looking for. You're under arrest, Buster. He's like surprised that there's a flasher there. I don't know. That's what I thought. Anyways, he also sees uh, Lisa, the VW lady there, and uh, she thinks that flashers are hilarious. She's not phased by it. Well, she's also laughing at him because he's in drag, mm-hmm. and it, she's laughing at the small wiener guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean she's she's acting like she has hit the laughing gas before she came out. She thinks it's hilarious. A guy in drag dressing after a guy who's very poetic about his flashing. Yeah, he's he's a performer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He makes a. He makes a whole uh, to-do about showing his junk to random strangers. And she touches it. I think she does. Like He's like, touch my wand. I am the wizard professor, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. he's like, grab it. Yeah, do it. And she's touching his wiener. And then he points his wiener at the cop and is like, you want to touch it too, don't you? And he's like, uh, no, that's illegal and you're under arrest. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm sure. going to touch it with the fist of justice. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. I'm going to punch you in the face with the fist of justice. <laughs> All right. Elsewhere, or later, I don't know. Some guy dumps a bucket of pancake batter on his wife's head. Oh, yes. The domestic disturbance. The strangest piece of the film. <laughs> and then she puts milk. In a film that's really fucking weird. She dumps milk in his pants. <laughs> and he's it starts out so weird because she's just like frowning and he's like <laughs> and then he dumps pancake batter on her head and she's like oh it's even worse and he's like now oh, you got what you deserve <laughs> and so she dumps milk in his pants and he's like oh i've had it with you woman and he just starts like trying to bear hug her around her waist and she just gives him the saturday night ride takes him straight down they're, oh no, there's some eggs smashed <laughs> yeah, she, on her boobs before they start wrestling. The, the egg smashing is the last straw. She's winning the wrestling match <laughs> fairly. It's a one-sided wrestling match, but yeah, eventually she, I, he shows up. The, the favorite line in this whole fight is, I'm going to sit on your face and smother your ass. <laughs> <laughs> With my ass. Ding dong. Uh, yes, I'm Officer O'Neill. I was uh, told that there was a domestic dispute. My, we've got a claim that someone was getting murdered in this house. And they're, they are the picture of pleasant marriage people now. 
And also cake sitters. Cake sitters. Totally cake sitters. This is foreplay. Yeah. Yeah. Beans. So beans have been dumped in pants before as well. Yeah. Much cake smashing with genitals. And that works out to basically, well, you know, keep it down. Yeah. People think it's uh, weird and they're like, okay, but we are, uh, mm, heat dial just hit nine. So we got to go officer. <laughs> Things are about to get real sexy in this house. Yeah. It's like, have you been outside? Thought- have you been outside in this town? That's yeah. sexy. Yeah. You guys are. Yeah. Officer yeah, O'Neill, I- have you ever seen people make love in uncooked breakfast? <laughs> Yeah, I thought uh, for no. sure that they were going to invite him in mm. and that he was going to bang these people, too. Because so far, everybody he meets, he bangs. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this is this is going to go, uh, okay, here we go. Well, no one's above or below the law, apparently. So I got to I gotta bang both of you. You guys got any uh, beans, by chance? <laughs> any raw tomatoes? I can shove up my ass. I'm just- I need a large diaper and three cans of baked beans. <laughs> what do you mind putting on a fuzzy bear costume as well? Tell me, Billy, do you like movies about gladiators? Uh, <laughs> so uh, cut to him coaching the girls' basketball team, and it gets not great. We'll get there. But they stink. They, they're terrible at basketball, and he doesn't seem like he's much of a coach anyways. And the, his opponent is coached by Lisa, the VW lady from the hospital. Hey, it's you. Yeah. And uh, he's like, hey, what's up? Uh, it's me. She's like, yeah, I know. Uh, you want to go out now? And she's like, uh, yeah, I'll go out with you finally. Uh, you've done it for me. E- even though you're a terrible coach. Real terrible coach. Because she tells him he's a terrible coach. <laughs> So they go on a double date picnic with uh, Lassiter and whoever random girlfriend that he got suddenly. Some rando. Mm -hmm. And he's shit faced. Him and his rando are shit faced on wine. And he is more Art Matrano freewheeling than I have ever seen on screen Mm -hmm. in this. He is weird. Yep. Like dancing around at one point. He's like, look at that squirrel. Ah, <laughs> look at that squirrel. Like, he does a really good drunk guy. Uh-huh. And then dances on a bag of potato chips. Yeah. Uh, potato chips. Yeah. Smash, smash, smash. And, she, and Lisa's like, so anyways, uh, Jimmy, I really wanted to talk to you about, like, I guess I'm just really sensitive and I have high, high standards for dating and I'm scared that my feelings are going to get hurt again. And Art Matrino's like, Aah! Party! Uh, Sorry about your pretty dress. Uh, Anyways, Jimmy, um, I was trying to explain. Like, this is now, it's not the time and place to have this conversation, Lisa. You either need to catch up or go home. Yeah, you need to catch up because they're. Jimmy, I don't think, falls asleep out of boredom. I think he passes out. I think he passes out. She's mid talking to him about her feelings, and she's like, "Jimmy, Jim, you son of a bitch! <laughs> like, no, you came to the wrong party. You, yeah, you were the one here that didn't hit the Ernest and Julio Gallo like a freight train. Remember earlier when we were lining up shots, and you said, "No, I'm good," and the rest of us all had six in like two minutes. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was your cue that this is not the time to talk about your feelings. We can do that later. Much later. Like mm. Much, much later. We probably should bang first. Because let's face it, I'm Jimmy the cop. Got a dirty dick. Um, so yeah, she's not real happy about it. Meanwhile, later, sometime, I don't know. Uh, there's a brawl at the pool hall. It's a big ass brawl. Everybody's getting thrown around. This is great again because we've got another random line that mm-hmm. just shoots out of nowhere, and they say it a couple times. Hit her in the tit. <laughs> because there's one lady that's in the bar fight that just has one huge boob out yep. and the other one in, and it's swinging around, hitting dudes in the head, knocking them over. It's incredible. Yep. My favorite was the old woman that was sitting there drinking her sherry or her wine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And somebody gets, she picks up her glass and then somebody falls into the table that she was using and she just sits there and keeps drinking and watching everybody fight. I'm like, that's going to be me when I get old. Yep. Yep. You don't go for any of that, that uh, violence. You're just here to drink. Uh, Yeah. So then uh, Jimmy comes in and he does nothing about the brawl. He just goes straight to uh, hitting on the bartender who turns out to be Vera, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Um, where are we? Oh, neighbor. They, they didn't even like clean this up or no, get rid of these guys. Yeah, it, he just went in and hit on the bartender. Uh, his neighbor rings the doorbell, bing bong. And she's like, oh, there's a prowler. Go stop him. Uh, so he bangs her. Isn't this actually the second time that she does it and he's already just banged somebody? No, that's and later. And he's like, we got to go to your that's place. Later. That's later. Okay. That's later. Yep, later. Uh, there's so a where, are we, where, where are we at on count now? Uh, five? five. Five. One page. That's five chicks. Uh, we still got a page and a half to go. So at this rate, he's going to nail 12 women in a movie. Yikes. Um, gr- there's a gorilla on the loose and it's on a rooftop and it appears to be a tightrope walking gorilla we know it's not a real gorilla uh it's a dude in a gorilla costume named bill bill used to be a i don't know what bill he was a tight he was a tightrope walker okay he was in the circus now he's just the town drunk yeah nobody wants to talk to him and he's sad so they hang out with him for a while so they don't have to arrest him and that's john steadman who's skeeter and white lightning and um yeah sure was what's the other one gator Gator. yeah He's a bunch of Burt, he's in a bunch of Burt Reynolds movies, and he's in a bunch of westerns before that. Yeah, he's just sad because ba- days have passed him, and he's just ready to end it all. So that's what he was doing up there in a gorilla costume. I don't know why he was in a gorilla costume, um, but whatever. And uh, so they get uh, uh, he's got Vera in bed. Uh, I don't remember how that happened, but it, he, he's banging her, and then Ruby knocks on the door. And that's where we're at, Sam. She's like, I got a problem. Are you sure again. it's Vera? I'm pretty sure it's Vera. I thought it was the lady from the beginning of the movie. Because he checks Is off. Is that Vera? He, che- he has a checklist and he checks off Vera's name. Okay. So I think Vera's from the beginning. Okay. Never mind. So he's. All right. Six. Six. And then uh, a repeat because he's like, okay, well, I just got done banging her. I'll go bang you, Ruby. You in this prowler. Uh, oh my god i can't keep up i can't keep up jimmy i'm tired of sex like i need a break buddy so tired you just gave you just gave some lady sweet loving five minutes ago i'm tired man i need a smoke and a nap 
Rivers Cuomo wrote that song about this movie and not his Japan tour. Gonna need to help me with that one, Sam. Tired of Sex from Pinkerton. Oh, yeah. Right, okay, there it is. <laughs> Saturday night I'm banging Louise. Tuesday night. But why can't we be making love come true? <laughs> and he actually sings it out of key like that. I wasn't just doing a shitty job. <clears throat> well, the Dave Killers, they enter the diner. And uh, they're hassling Clyde. And they're hassling Ruby. And then O'Neill comes in. And uh, they give him some grief. And they're like, uh, this place sucks. Let's get out of here. We don't like cops. And something happens here that doesn't make sense for the rest of, until the end of the movie. And then everything kind of makes sense. He's really gnashing his teeth together when he sees these guys. He's a different person in this moment than his freewheeling, uh, bang guy. Very. He's just a bang. He's just a happy go lucky bang guy in this scene. He's like, you guys are pissing me off. <laughs> Turns into Frank Heflin there for a second. And I don't even notice it, but I remembered it. But I didn't notice it until the second time he runs into him that he's really like, he's not the same guy when he's around these dickheads. Ching, ching, ching. He's walking in on a Spurs type thing. Uh, to mm-hmm. Don't take kindly to your kind. Okay. Uh, so then he volunteers to be uh, uh, to babysit the judge's wife. Uh, because the judge is uh, Marcellus Wallace and his wife needs to be entertained. And so he's uh, Vincent Vega for a couple days and uh, they bang in his car. I thought that this was if you're a woman of a certain standing and you're going to really just go hard into fuck me mm-hmm. without just being like, just fuck me. She's like, put some oil on my back. And he does. And she's like, do you know what my husband would do if he saw you doing this? And he's like, no, I don't. He would shoot you. Do you know what he would do if you if he caught us making love? And he goes, he'd, he'd shoot me. And she's like, what would you rather get shot for? That or fucking me? And he's like, give me 10 seconds to think about it. And she's like, I'll give you five. And he's like, okay, let's go bang in my bang car. Bang in my car to screwball music. Jackie, can you uh, impersonate the hot, steamy, sexy, Sade-esque music that is played? <laughs> it's terrible. It's like hijinks music. You know, like when the Benny Hill gang is running around. It's- and it's And it's like, is this comedy? Does his... Dick have a uh, clown outfit on. <laughs> you honk it. And uh, stuff squirts out of his posy. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, he's up to seven. He's up to seven. Cut to the basketball, and they've won. They've suddenly gone from the worst basketball team in film to winning the championship of whatever. Uh, and Lisa, she's like, you son of a bitch. A, you fell asleep on me. Uh, well, I was giving you some emotions, and now you've beaten my team in basketball. I, we're the only two teams in this league. I don't know why that's important to me so much, but uh, uh, you're a son of a bitch. Also, I wore a bikini top to coach a basketball game. Right. All of a sudden, becoming just as shitty as a coach as you. Yep. 
Meanwhile, his team is in the locker room, and they're all talking about how they want to bang Jimmy. Yep. Teenage girls talking about banging their coach. That's why what they were this? so bad at the beginning. Ohio you couldn't get them State? to focus. Uh, is this Jim Jordan? Oh. Come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. I went there. Ohio State. I said it. I'll say it again. I'll never I'll never stop saying it, Sam. Can't get okay. me to. You can't stop me saying it. What is this? The women's Olympic gymnastic team? Hey, there's one. No, oh, there's one. <laughs> you. It's not even their coach. It was their doctor. It's even worse. What is this? Sam's English teacher in high school? <laughs> Same as English she was the, wanted to bang She him. was our speech teacher. I think speech she taught English to the middle school or something like that. <laughs> our <laughs> economics teacher in high school got busted for sleeping with students. What is this, Jackie's economic class? <laughs> yeah. I didn't ever have sex with the teacher. It's just that she was so weird about it that I found out like 10 years later that the entire town thought she was my girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, What? Oh, I was out of her league. <laughs> Poor woman. She was not she's blessed nice. with the, she's very nice, but she was not blessed with a uh, a good pucker. Yeah. So anyways, they're talking about how they want to bang him. And uh the so their plan is they get naked in their living room window of their parents' house cuz they're high schoolers. And uh, show their goods to the neighbor guy across the street. And the neighbor guy's like, uh, yeah, 911. Uh, the girls across the street are naked again. They do this all the goddamn time. You're going to have to get somebody out here and shut it down. Because <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know why I don't like it. I should like it. I don't. I guess because they're high schoolers. But they're this high movie schoolers. tells me that that's okay. So uh, <sighs> I had to look this up. So... The age of consent in California mm -hmm. actually was 18. Yeah. In all the way back to 1920. Mm -hmm. However, until 1990, age of consent laws were such that if they were over 16, you're talking about a misdemeanor. Also, if they'd had any prior sexual relations with anyone of their age mm -hmm. or someone else. Okay. They had disqualified themselves from being statutory raped. That's insane. It's insane. That's like, it was a clause called like whatever. What is that? The chaste clause or something like that. Like you couldn't. It was a misdemeanor to bang a 16 year old virgin. That's insane. What the fuck? And it's fair game to bang a 16 year old not virgin. A promiscuous 16 year old is just uh that's all they are, I yeah, guess. Yeah, she's a whore. So, your honor. Oh, your okay. honor. Okay, all right. Okay. Nice. Oh, you're right. I banged her last week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so easy you to give get confused. Her, you give her three quaaludes and she'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the 70s. <laughs> Good thing we don't live in the future where this child rape isn't legal or wrong. Or illegal, or I don't know, but fuck. Yay, no. 70. No, God damn it. Gross old men. Just, What's man. weird about that 
too is that that clause that that at the exact time that that the uh, age of consent starts coming up from as low as nine in some states nine. Um, That's disgusting. Shaggy, it's all disgusting. The age of decision really was disgusting. 21. You couldn't get married <sighs> to someone else without your parents' permission until you were 21. But you could be banged By very man. young. So basically, the law was set up that adult men could just marry 15-year-olds. Mm-hmm. That's how that was set up. Yep. Not good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the neighbor calls the cops, and uh, Jimmy shows up, and uh, he bangs them. He tries not to. He tries not, not very hard. <laughs> but they gave a compelling enough argument that they're like, <laughs> we've already done it. And they said that. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's a real thing. In the dialogue, they're basically making use of the law in the dialogue. Right, right. And they're like, we've already done it. And we're just going to keep bothering you until you do us. And he's like, fuck. So we're at nine. Whatever. Nine. 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 In a movie. That's a thing. Not nine bangings. He bangs nine women in the Which, span of several days. One of the James Bonds, I can't remember if it's a spy who loved me or Octopussy or Moonraker. He gets to seven. Seven. It's impressive. It's impressive. This guy is out banging James Bond at a high clip. Yeah. He doesn't even have to really, like, uh, he's done nothing to risk his life or save the world. He's just mostly just driven around in his cop car. And people are like, bang me. Yeah. He's like, I can do that. We may not be done. Uh, later, he pulls over the Dave killers because they're out being jackasses or whatever in their little shitty car. Uh They've got a tail light out. Okay, tail light out. Yeah, sure. Uh, and they give him grief, and then they leave. And he's like, "You guys are pushing it. You're starting to really push my buttons." He's gritting his teeth, gnashing his teeth, and he's like, "You're pissing me off." <laughs> but uh, you don't really see that all the way. You just like ex post facto after you know what's coming. You're like, "Oh, okay." Lassiter and him go out shooting, and Lassiter uh, puts on a little, what's that guy's name? James Aldean, the one that made that song that everybody got all pissed off about that sucks. And that's the thing that pissed me off. It sucked. Yeah. But uh, he's like, you know, you're never going to use that shotgun, right? And he's like, well, maybe if the Black Panthers come to town. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, he- one of my notes early on was that uh, Lassiter is hyper conservative. Yeah, 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 he is. And it's fun to watch a movie like this because you get like hyper conservative all the way because he wouldn't be hyper conservative now. It's just that at the time and that anybody that's got this level of con- they're like, I just miss the way things that I know they should be. They don't actually account for the fact that you could marry nine year olds before mm-hmm, that. That was a bad mm-hmm. thing. Or shoot. Black it's really people. just a very sort of self-centered opinion that the world has changed because you don't like what you're seeing. Yeah. If those uppity, you know, what's come to town and they start protesting. Well, guess where the street howitzer's going to go because it's 1974. I'm not going to be able to shoot black people in 2022. Three, 
whatever year I live in. Man, I'm not going to yeah. be able to bang 16 year olds that have banged. Yeah. I got to make long sure. As they've banged. Yeah, there's a little asterisk at the end of that sentence. That's there was, the, I was, you know, in one they state, banged. they actually, in, in more than one state, they actually called it the jailbait clause. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't, I thought that was just a gross thing that Dirty Joke said was jailbait, but it was actually legal language that if a 16 year old was promiscuous they were basically trying to be jailbait therefore they couldn't get put you in jail or something and just like what the fuck well i know that in uh in kansas sam at that time that <clears throat> they had a similar law that if if she's banged you can bang her at 16 uh but if she's banged a lot they would actually pay you it's uh you're doing the community a service at that point huh well, I mean, shit, there's age of consent is 16 in a bunch of states still. So it was meant, meant to be a, that. that was meant to be a joke. And I guess it wasn't a good one because nobody the, well, thought it was a joke. <laughs> in Mother Russia, <laughs> judge pays you to die in Kansas. They pay you to bang their daughters. They pay you to and die. you won't do it. Have you been to Kansas? <laughs> uh, your Honor, I, I'd like to plead my case that uh, I wasn't involved in any sort of uh, anti-government propaganda. Oh, well, here in Russia, we give you $10 and then shoot you. <laughs> yeah. You know, here's mm. your $10. They pay you to die. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not paying you to be smart, Mr. Bond. I'm paying you to die. <laughs> Here's your ten dollars. Now give it back to me because this is communism. <laughs> now die. I might not have a great bead on Yakov Smirnov anymore. It could be a thing that I only saw him once on a special. I think. You know, I I guess Putin uh paid uh that mercenary guy to die. Yeah, a Pushkin or whatever that he blew up yeah. with grenades in his airplane, uh, allegedly. Yeah. I give you ten yeah. million dollars. Okay, well he I was will like, come and take over your, your Moscow. Op don't open those suitcases. You know I'm good for it. Yeah, and he's like, that wasn't a billion dollars. It was only four hundred dollars worth of grenades. <laughs> What am I going to do with $400 in grenades? You are going to blow up. <laughs> oh, damn it. Yet. I don't want you to ponder economics. I want you to die. Yet. Yet. We're drunk on Stoli. Good times in Russia. <laughs> Once again, I'd like to remind everybody to uh, don't go there. Yeah, you can't. There. Don't go even there. if you wanted to. No, you still can. You don't have a travel ban. Oh, I bet that's a bunch of fucking hoops. No. Oh, yeah, but you could do it. Do it. Yeah. Don't go there. Don't do it. Um. Uh, anyways, all right. Uh, so uh, they're they're sitting around and they see this dune buggy thing. Uh, hauling ass past them and they get in this car chase and it ends up out in the woods and the car crashes and uh, guess who gets out? A hot chick. Uh, Anitra Ford, who is a, another 
She's a bunch of uh, Burt Reynolds movies, too, I think. The driver, though, this is Jackie's favorite part of the movie, is, is uh, the lead Roger singer. Roger Daltrey? Of, yeah, no, that was the lead singer of Foreigner, Sam. Was it? Yeah, it sure was. Uh, he was also the lead singer of Bad Company. And uh, what's the other one? Um, no, it's just some guy that looks like Roger Daltrey, right? No, he doesn't look. Roger Daltrey didn't have hair that big. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yes. he did. No, you he saw looked, Tommy. Come on. Yeah, his hair was pretty big. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's some buck dude. Uh, so Jimmy bangs his girlfriend. Puts him at 10. 10 already. 10. God damn. I he banged so many women I forgot that he even banged her. Yeah. She was he was like, Well, I guess I gotta go. I was just hanging out here with you on your bed in a hotel. Uh and she's like she grabs his gun and says, Fuck me or die. Die. And he unbuckles his gun. Like, this is the best hard to get routine. He's just what a cad, this guy. I have to bang you or I'm going to die? Are you going to pay me first? What do you think this is, Russia? Yeah. Mm. I guess I, it's the horse that's dead. I should pay that horse that I just killed. And I am continuing The horse beating. should pay me to beat it. Yeah, right. Okay, so Dave, the Dave killers, they're at the car wash. And uh, one is trying to break into the little change machine. And, uh, and he's doing the crappiest doing the job. job. It Real just, job. you know, find the right spot. One good yank. It's coming open. Jesus Christ. Bill's there. Bill's drunk. He's like, you can't do that. That's illegal. And so they start pushing Bill around. And it uh, ends with him getting curb stomped on the ground. Like Bill's in bad they, shape. And then they just take off. They kick the shit out of him. And they leave. Mm-hmm. Jimmy shows up and he's pretty busted up about it, but not busted up enough to do anything. Well, Bill's been laying there for a long time because during all this, Lassiter has uh, confessed his love to Vera and has gone off to bang her. Who As is she just eats a hot dog? Yeah, yeah you got to it's a red hot, and you got to go into detail on what this. Because I don't got it. You this got is it. weird as shit, Jackie. I need a blow by blow on what she's doing with this hot dog. <laughs> it's so strange. So he's talking to her about her feelings. She starts eating just a, a random hot dog. Mm-hmm. Where did this hot dog come from? Who knows? Because there's no hot dog dispensing machine in this bar. A hot she's dog dispensing a, machine. She's got half of a beer. She's got. She picks up this hot dog. She starts eating it, and. The more he talks about his feelings, the more she's just kind of ripping off the hot dog. Is this like premeditated going to bite your wiener off? No, I think she's just bored. She's like, I don't care for feelings. She's treating it like it's a piece of beef jerky that you really have to yeah. work at. No, no well, she's a goddamn it, hot dog. In, in the hot dog's defense, it is a found hot dog, as declared by the evidence of this film. There's no hot dog vending machine, as Jackie has said. So it's a found hot dog. It's probably pretty old. No. So, no, you guys don't remember those pickled dogs that were like the red hot ones that you get at bars? Yeah. Next to the pickled no. eggs and all that shit. It's basically just a big hot dog that's a pickled sausage kind of a thing, but it's a fucking raw, wet hot dog that you just <laughs> eat with your hands. And she's like, when he's getting more, every time he's like feeling, she's like, ah, this is fresh meat. Like, I don't know. I, I was like seeing something happening with her and the hot dog, and he's just like, no, let's slow down. I'm just saying that 
I love you and do whatever you got to do to make my life better. And she's just mowing this hot dog down. It's so fucking weird. Technically, I guess. And he's like, I want a wife and I want somebody, you know, to cook my food and pretty much be a domestic servant. You'll do. How do you feel about that? As she just continues to try to kill this hot dog. And then she's like, all right, let's go fuck in the back room. Mm -hmm. And they do. Uh, Jimmy pulls up to Bill after all this, and uh, Bill's still rolling on the ground. During all that conversation, Billy was just rolling on the ground. And uh, they get him to the hospital. Uh, That ends. Then the DK's... What? There's something that happens specifically that I just remembered. It's like, he doesn't do anything about it. He doesn't... He asks him, who did this to you? And he says, the gorillas. Mm -hmm. And he's all drunk and beat up, and he doesn't give a good enough description that Jimmy could be like, at least start forming a decision on what he's going to do next. Right. Well, he doesn't have much time because it's coming in fast. Because the DKs, uh, the Dave killers, they've found uh, Ruby uh, leaving uh, Clyde's diner and they follow her to her car and they're hassling her. And it's clear what's uh, going to happen to us or to her. To It's clear to us what's going to happen to her until it happens to her. And then I am very unclear on what happens to her. The whole thing is set up like it's going to be a rape. And then as shown on screen, it physically can't. Oh, yeah. No, what happens is, is, and I was actually like, this rape scene is going on too long. This is losing me. This is losing me hard. But it doesn't because of the next scene we see her in, which I was like, oh, wow, this is really doing something that I wouldn't think that this movie is going to do. So what happens is the guy Mm -hmm. unzips his pants, Mm -hmm. uh, DK number one, who looks... Who's the greaserish yeah. of the three of them? Uh-huh. He gets going, and on his second pump, blows his load and gets mad. Uh, and he slams his arm into the ground, and he leaves. It seems like he like was like, "Oh, it's not working. I've got ED. Damn it!" No, he had uh, premature, premature ejaculation. Pee. He had pee. Okay. All right. All right. Then I guess she did get raped. Uh, and then, no, but the other guy, because they do mm-hmm. what happens. She says later that they all raped her. So they just cut it off way more sooner than they could have if they wanted to be really fucking weird about it. But they didn't. They left it on long enough that you're like uncomfortable by it, especially the next part where the second guy was like, well, I'll be the nice one that rapes you. But he doesn't take his pants off. They cut. She later says they all rape her. I know, but it's like, it's so vague and like, I don't need to see, you know, anything, but it's physically impossible for him to do anything while he's snuggling her. He's spooning yeah. her in, with his pants on. I guess dry hump is still, you know. Does anything happen in between now and when she shows up at Jimmy's apartment that's in, even important? Uh, they plan no. to, they, they discuss that they plan to rob the diner. That's it. The, the DKs. Yeah, so. What happens in this rape? This rape scene goes on too long, and I'm like, wow, this is really uncomfortable. And then she comes in to Jimmy's apartment, and she talks about victim shame. She mm-hmm. talks about, mm-hmm. like, really, really, like, wow. All of a sudden, this scene does make sense. It even makes sense more, and they treated it that way. Because for all the boobs that come out, none come out in the rape scene. True. Good choice. Yeah. Very good choice. Right. And this whole dialogue that she's having that it she as she has all of the victim symptoms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And then at the end of her conversation with Jimmy, he's like, I'm only telling you this because I don't even consider you to be a real cop anyway. Right. And then leaves. Right. Because if she told a real cop, he would believe her. If she told Art Retrano, he would already be getting killed by these guys, possibly. No, no. Or she's implying, them down. She's implying that I that I wouldn't tell a real cop because they wouldn't believe me. But because you're not a real cop, yeah. you will, Jimmy. And that's a, like this. It's not ahead of its time because... Sadly, this has been going on for all of history. Uh, it's not you can't be ahead of your time for saying something that's obvious. It's just that nobody paid attention when this movie said it because it's a dirty booby movie. But yeah, there's like women are still fighting this argument today. The whole rape sequence from start to the end of that conversation is just honest. Yeah, and basically, they, they, he, and she even says weird, but you're like, wow, that was incredibly honest there's a period of time that has transpired as well that's badly it's vague because this movie's not good at that uh and she he's like why didn't you tell me earlier so a period of time has gone on and nothing is like she didn't want to say anything or 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 She's still scared that nobody will believe her, even though because all this time has passed, which is another thing that happens. You know, nobody fucking believes fucking. Well, I, I don't know, like the E. Jean Carroll thing that just got approved by the uh, yeah. the uh, Supreme Court said there's no statute of limitations on rape claims um, and why she can sue Trump and why. Puffy is getting sued now, but I guess he settled out of court. So who knows if that even is real? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, uh, like way ahead of its time as far as like a movie saying this shit. Saying shit like this, and the the period I believe at least through the dialogue is a, is there been a couple days because later um, the guy that's the chef that's in all the Clyde. awesome Sam Law, Sam Laws is his, the actor's name. Clyde is the character's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says a couple of days. Um, but they, it just lines up. It was very honest. The fun part about this scene was that he had a bumper sticker on his refrigerator that said, Lick Dick in 72. Yep. Jackie noticed that too. And explain yep. who. Yeah. And explain who Dick was. Nixon for everybody Nixon. else that explain. Yeah. I like Ike. And lick dick. <laughs> That's two great, two great slogans. Uh, do you remember what Kennedy's thing was? Kennedy had a jingle. It was Kennedy, Kennedy, yep. Kennedy, 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 Kennedy. It wasn't good. <laughs> it worked. It worked. God, people are stupid. Yep, yep. So Jimmy's upset. I like how you say, "Do you remember Kennedy's?" Like I was there. <laughs> Oh, do you remember? Well, no, Kennedy's? I just remember because we would have been out of college for so long. Because that's where you see shit like that is in college, right? We're Kennedy we're twenty jingles? years out of college. Yeah, Kennedy jingles. That's where I saw that. I was in a class that studied the history of the image, the political image. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right, mm, all right. Anyways, so Jimmy's upset by it. Uh, he's not happy, and he can't bang ladies now. Uh, the uh, judge's wife is like, you're gonna have to do me, and he's like, mm, nope. 
Oh, but the snorkeling. Nope. She's like sad. She's snorkeling mm-hmm. and staring at his wiener and it's not getting hard. <laughs> she's got a snorkel and goggles. And she's like, I've been looking at this too long for it to not be hard. Don't come back until you can bang me. Is this thing on? <laughs> Hello? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. It was, and it was a perfect shot too. Like, you don't, you only center things in the shot when you really want to make some, like, visually concentrate everything on that thing. And it's got focal length from her feet to him in a fisherman's hat, just sort of lounging about. <laughs> and she's snorkel staring his cock. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> <coughs> well, he goes to the drugstore to get some Tylenol because this is too upset to bang, so it's giving him a headache or something. I don't know. And there's a chick there. The the pharmacist is like, well, she's not a pharmacist. She's just drugstore clerk. Oh, she's a teenage drugstore drug, clerk. Right. She's like, she's, hey, I heard you banged um, my 16-year-old friend or my 17-year-old friend, whatever. Uh, I'm available. I've done it before. Yeah. Yes, she's doing that. She confirms that he banged those two girls. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's like, I am also available for said banging. Hello. But Lisa walks in and she's like, hey, I'm really sorry about um, yelling at you for passing out on me, but I'm good now. Um, I think we should h- hook up. And he's like, no, you can't hook up with me. I've now become a tough gap and uh, I suck. Life is no. hard and shitty and, and bad and you don't want to get involved with me because I'm also shitty and bad. Just like the treatment of the rape in the duel scenes, something happens here that surprises me. They actually give a character change and the actor pulls it off where he's like, yeah, I came here to have a cushy cop job because I was qualified because I wasn't an enlist. I wasn't drafted. I was Mm -hmm. an enlisted soldier in Mm -hmm. Vietnam. Right. I am tired of killing. I am tired of everything. I haven't given any level of commitment to anything in this town. I don't want to have to do this again. I don't want to care. I don't want to feel. Right. Okay. Well, that's cool. But what about going on a date with me? Why? Why does that matter? Why? Because I suck now. You need to. Yeah. You need to leave me alone. Yeah. He says he sucks. I'm a bad person who just bangs chicks. You're better than me. Uh, you know what? I will see you around. I still haven't decided whether I'm going to use the monster inside me to better this town. Meanwhile, the uh, in, in into the diner walks the DKs. They're going to rob it, and they do. And uh, they're pushing Clyde around and pushing Ruby around. And Clyde tries to knife one and fails miserably because instead of stab, he slash. Don't don't slash with a knife. Stab with a knife. Never going to work unless you're going for the throat. Yep. But uh, the boys in blue pull up. All this is shaking down. And Jimmy's like, I don't like the look of this. This is fun because Matrano has constantly been like, I want some action. I practice with my shotgun. And Jimmy's still turned, and he's turned in such a way that Lassiter immediately recognizes it. He's like, well, let's check this out. Very seriously and very somber. And then he goes, you know what, Lassiter, you might want to go around back. And he's like, oh, with that tone of voice, that means I get to bring my shotgun. 
And that's what he says in three. And you're like, wow, this is really holding this character change up that even the other character notices. Wee! Oh, shit. It's about to go down. Wee! <laughs> I get to blow a guy away. Wee! It doesn't, but <laughs> he, he does. at least has a moment. No, he, should, he shoots no, he a shoots fucking a, box. Yeah, he shoots a box. Okay. So Jimmy goes in the front and uh, he sits down and uh, he's pretending to play with some forks. And they're like, so. Uh, Ooh. Key thing that he does is he locks, he snaps his gun in. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need this. And then starts fucking around. Well, they're they're like, yeah, we're in charge. They left to go get some more stuff and they let us take over. So they're still kind of <laughs> like playing like we didn't do anything wrong. Is this cop going to leave or where is he at? What's he doing with these forks? Oh, my God. Well, no, wait, you got to you got to play this right, because the way that this all of a sudden he's not just a fuck boy. He's a real person with problems that would make him that where he's playing this fork flip game and they're like are we under arrest and he's like oh no not quite yet i was hoping you were going to resist and then when they move cock stabbed with a fork Ouch. and this is where i'm back into the movie i'm like yeah <laughs> a dick forking yes yes and the guy's like ah my dick and i'm like <laughs> This is awesome. And then he does something to the other guy, but like that. Well, they trash of... the fucking place. He like puts him on the bar and smashes his face against a bunch of plates. Yeah. He w he goes back and forth. He cockstabs the guy, gets him knocked silly enough in a booth that he hangs out there and then just starts throwing and bashing the shooter from the beginning mm -hmm. into everything that he can throw him into in the bar, including and hot oil, and the grill pan. Oh, no. So he has to toss him to the register because the other guy comes too, kicks the shit out of him, knocks him through the door. Mm -hmm. The door comes off the hinges. And he's like, and wants to get in the car. That's when he goes back to perp number one. And he has a knife now. So he's like, oh, you have a knife. Well, now you've got... French knife hands <laughs> that are deep fried and crispy because that that's not a very good one. Got, no. <laughs> got Julian fingers. Julian fingers. <laughs> Perhaps Jackie. your knife hand hasn't been deep fried yet. I can fix that. Sam, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just go, just fuck, fuck off. <laughs> Time to try your Twinkies. Oh, now, now she's getting involved. All right, now I guess we all have to fuck off because these are all terrible one-liners. <sighs> Let me give you a hand that will be delicious. <laughs> Would you like salt on that? Have you ever had fried sausages? Deep fried Ooh. sausages? Sausage fingers, Jackie. You just totally screwed that up. It was right there. It was right there. I, that's what I was implying. Uh, yeah, you're implying it, but it needs to be said. Otherwise, it's not stupid enough. Yeah, it's the stupid. It has to be over with the one-liners. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, so he kicks the living shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he does get shot in the arm. He gets shot in the arm, and that just pisses him off mm-hmm. to bear. a point that he's now gone into full bloodlust. Art Matrano is taking shots at the greaser guy as he's trying to get away in the car and he does a bad job and crashes into cars until he hits a family of four that explodes and all dies in a oh, station. Oh, but you gotta back it up because actually, he yeah. runs over uh, French oh, yeah. fry hands. French Waffle fry hands fries. is robocopping around. He's like totally robot. That I was gonna say, do you remember, recognize that, Sam? Yeah, it's like RoboCop. We're going to get some lethal weapon in a minute. He's, he's so melty. He's, he's melty. And he gets hit by a car. Yep. And I'm like, fucking RoboCop. Fucking RoboCop. What the fuck? God damn it, Verhoeven. Did you like this movie? Because I like this movie. And I like RoboCop. Yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. How about this one? How about this one? All my justice is preheated to 400. <laughs> That's that's the best one. <laughs> now, there's got to be something in there. Uh, uh, revenge is a dish best served cold, but not because if you serve this cold, it, you got to get oil really hot. Is the point of this joke? <laughs> Don't use this hand for the friendly stranger anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The friendly stranger. <laughs> It's too crispy. It will hurt your wiener. That's <laughs> both. That's both tough guy talk and good advice. And but also, if you you're want to gonna... pretend like you're in a tentacle porno. Use that <laughs> hand. <laughs> just make sure you put some oil on it. Oh, that's awful. All right, that's not tough guy talk. That's just good advice. Yeah. That last one. If you're into that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Family of four explodes. They're dead. Uh, Jimmy tracks the the snuggle raper to an alleyway uh, and then gets into a caterpillar and smashes him against a wall with the blades. And then make sure that he's dead by pulling it forward another foot and lifting the bucket. Mm-hmm. Puts the bucket up at bullet height before he starts yep. driving into him. Like, no, I'm not going to kill you with my gun. I already resolved that you shitbags weren't even worth guns. I'll kill you with a bulldozer. This is from Lethal Weapon 2, isn't it? Oh, no, that's three. That's three where the... Uh, the construction, uh, construction site? Construction site. Is it three? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The Lethal Weapon 3 does this exact same fucking thing. Right. So we got RoboCop and Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Hmm, how about that? And I would guess that... I don't know who wrote Lethal Weapon 3, because I would be like, oh, yeah, dude, Shane Black fucking loves this guy. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was yeah, Shane Black. Shane Black is seeing this movie. I don't know if he wrote the second, the third, and the fourth. I, though, think, I think he wrote the third. Okay. Um, yeah, and then uh, so that they're all dead, uh, and he has to go in the hot uh, the um, ambulance because he got shot. And um, guess who's in the ambulance? It's Lisa from the hospital. Yeah. So 
small town. Everybody hears mm-hmm. everything. Like, oh, we need somebody to go down and pick up Jimmy O'Neill. He's like, what happened to him? No, actually, the, the radios are probably offline. They're they're listening to this like it's fucking um, the Lone Ranger on on radio, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody that's got a scanner, right? Whatever. Um, so she's like, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she likes him. And uh, she proves that And uh, when he's in the hospital bed because she bangs him in the hospital. And the movie does something very rare and says, oh, you thought you weren't going to see these boobies. Right. You are. You are. Every, virtually every woman in this movie takes her top off. Yep. Virtually. Um, and that was his, that 11? Is he 11? His body counts at 11. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Technically 12 because he forked that guy. He forked him. He's forking everybody in town. He's a This guy's a mother forker. <laughs> Forking balls doesn't count as getting laid. Otherwise, every kid that went to the nut feed would be a prom king. Oh, brother. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Roosters. <sighs> Um, okay, uh, first question. How many kids does Jimmy have? <laughs> 73. 73 children. Does he talk to them? They don't know that he's there. Yeah. Mom never told. Once once there was a ghost of a bang guy that swept through town, cleared the whole the whole stock of ladies in, in Boobtopia, California, and then he was gone like a ghost in the night. And that's your dad, I son. I actually, I want to amend this. I think in the story world, when she shows up and he's had to face his own demons again, and he's like, oh, you're here. Oh, shit. He has that like happy go lucky thing go back, but then it's like, hmm, commitment. Mm hmm. So I think that they get married and have two kids. I don't. Well, what? Mm, yeah. Commitment. No, he's back, baby. The, the, he's not. The mojo is there. He killed those Everyone's guys. sending him cards. She's banging him. He's le- He's hit a level of realism with her as a character. His character and her character that I think they get married. Hmm. Jackie? I'm with Sam. That's what I think happens, too. Okay. All right. Well, two two to three. I guess Jimmy's... Uh... But then after five years, he gets bored of her saggy old tits after they've had two kids, and he decides that he's going to go back to banging around for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. But then she gets oh, no. cancer, and he decides that he's going to be faithful till the end because she's only got six months, and that's going to be pretty easy to do. <laughs> and then she dies, and then he becomes... Um, she's got, he, oh, she's got six months. That'll be pretty easy to do, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then after she dies, he sends the kids to go live with his grandparents or his parents or her mm-hmm. parents, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't really care where they go, just as long as he's not in the bang pad. And then he starts up his old ways again. But then he quickly realizes that he's an old fucker, and that the twenty-something-year-olds and the high school girls are no longer like, "Ooh, yeah, show me your hairy long balls." Okay. I think what happens is they get married. They stay married. After the five year mark, uh, 
Art's starting to get pretty old, so Lassiter has to take over the chief's job. Okay. And then they get a young cop who takes over banging the town, mm. and then he just kind of giggles and is a father figure to the new dirty Tony or Bobby or whoever, mm-hmm. and then eventually ends up having to take over the chief and then just tells random weirdo stories. But every once in a while is pressed to action and has to Rambo out a little bit. Well, this is California. At that point, it would be California in about the 80s. And uh, there was a pretty uh, big influx of uh, Hispanic and Mexican migrants to the California area at that way. So I'm guessing that the rookie's cop's name would actually be Sanchez. It would be. And even in this movie, Art... um, Guys, come on. Lassiter. Come on. No, dirty Sanchez. Up your um, <laughs> oh, my God. You <sighs> can't just walk past that. Okay, fine. <sighs> well, I was just trying to, in the, in the scene where he's learning, where uh, Lassiter's learning Spanish, he says that. He doesn't say, like, he says dirty there's Sanchez. a bunch of people moving here. He's like, I'm just learning the language of the people. <laughs> because they didn't move. They're fucking from there. Right. Okay. Right. I had to set it up, though, Sam. I had to set it up that this yeah. guy's name is Sanchez. Um, Jackie, you got any questions? Mm. No. Okay. Sam? I think we kind of addressed it at the uh, beginning, but is this the most... I mean... This is the most booby movie we've ever done, right? Uh, I don't. I mean, what's Malibu's like five, five naked ladies? But as you said, Hard there's tickets, a like little four. weirdness to a couple of them. Yeah, right. This right. is like I have to start watching what's, the uh, uh, what's what's Wernerski's body count, highest body count. You think The Lost Empire? No, because he did all those porno movies. Yeah, right. No, the, um, for the podcast. Uh, I think Nothing like this. I think Lost Empire was like four sets of maybe five as well. No, this is an insane amount of naked ladies. And that they're all like nines and tens. Right. Other than the Swedish lady who's still got a great rack. And eight and a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's boobtastic. Um, okay, that's my. I mean, okay. yeah, I, I don't really have questions. There's have nothing. The, the film it? answers all of your questions. Oh, okay. So uh, let's go back to this. Uh, this is a training video for or a recruitment video for cops. Uh, is it enough? Like, if you were a young person again, single and wild and free, and you said, "I will do this to be a cop." Or I'll be a cop, and this is my payment. Would you do it? Because you have to be a cop, and I'm—I—I I don't think I'm cop material, so I don't know if I would be like I get to bang all the ladies, but I have to put my life on the line and sh- maybe shoot people. When shit goes uh, down, I have to be like, I'm not even going to use my gun. I'm going to cock stab a guy with a fork. And fucking kill another man with a bulldozer. It's not a good... They're like, oh, shit. Because we mentioned RoboCop and Lethal Weapon, but because of that, like, Vietnam swing they do late, there's a little Rambo in here. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I don't don't think... uh, 
If, if this is the avenue, I'm not. I'm not Jimmy material. I am not Rambo material. No, no. Jackie, no. would you be a cop? <laughs> this was um, your life. I wanted to be a cop. Oh no! When shit. I was right. 18, 19, I actually took some courses in college in criminal justice, and I was going to be a cop. I wanted cat. to be. <clears throat> I wanted to be a homicide detective. Mahoney. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I um, wanted to be Carrie Mahoney. That was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then I quickly realized after taking a couple of classes that I would have to be a badass. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm like whipped marshmallow, okay? Like, it's not going to happen. I'm not a mean person. I'm not a stern person. You're, I'm just too fucking nice. And you're also really clumsy. So, like, on your third day, you'd probably trip and shoot yourself. Who dropped a pancake in the crime scene? <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Sorry. Hey, my pancake. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. You would be really good, Jackie, at the uh, if you could make it that whole way of being the stereotype of the old drunk cop. Oh, God damn it. He's here. And like the Sarge wants him gone, but he can't because I guess cops can get tenor or something like that's like, no, just fire him. Uh, But I guess you can't Uh, two weeks from retirement. I get my gold watch. Uh, Sorry about your desk gap. Puked on it. I was told when I was probably 22 that I would make a good special agent for the uh, Homeland Security because I was so disarming and just like people just trusted me and they would tell me shit and nobody would think anything of it because I'm just a, I'm just this happy go lucky lady. Hmm. So you're telling me that Homeland Security uses the confidence game. <laughs> Great That's what the news. officer told me. <clears throat> Of course, he was my uh, grandma's brother, so you know he could have been just been blowing smoke up my God butt. Damn it, that doesn't count. The only time I ever talked to anybody from HSA that was like a field person, I was greeted with a level of incompetence that I yeah, couldn't believe. It. I was like, "Wow, the reason why there was so much hiring is because the FBI and the police force were keeping their good ones." Yep. Uh, okay, let's move on from that. I don't want to get into talk discussion about the Homeland Security. Um, We're not a political podcast. Kind of. Anyways, uh, not really. final recommendations. Uh, uh, Sam. Oh, wait, no, it's your I mate, Jackie. I last. Yeah, Jackie. I mean, if you're looking for a plot line and action, fast forward to the end. But if you're wanting a booby movie, yeah, you, you got to do it. Like this is Booptopia. It's Booptopia. The movie. The movie. Uh, I'm okay. So I'm gonna expand on Jackie's thoughts a little bit. It takes an entire hour for a semblance of a plot to appear. Uh, that bothers me because I don't. I'm not a big fan of the slices of comedy. Oh, he's doing this. Oh, he's doing that. He's doing this now. Movies like tie it all together somehow, and usually start tying it together like. Even if it hadn't been the oh well if he if he those bad guys had raped uh, his girlfriend at the beginning of the movie then he wouldn't have been banging ladies the entire time well he kills those guys he gets his mojo back and he starts banging a bunch of ladies meanwhile uh, those guys were actually connected and so now their boss is coming into town and they're even worse and so now Jimmy has a real villain that he may not be prepared to deal with 
Uh, that's just hand. called The Born Losers. They already made that movie. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what needed to happen here as far as the plot. I, 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 I drop it two stars because it's almost not a movie. It's almost just a stag film of just tits. But I liked it. So it's it's a do from me. It's just over the top, like just over the line for a do. I'm sorry, Sam. Uh, the ending's awesome, but I, I I gotta have I gotta have story. It just doesn't work for me without story. But those tits are so good that I'll allow it. Yeah, that's and to expand further, it's like when it finally decides to become a movie, it leans hard, and it was like, oh, we were just showcasing before, and I'm like. Okay, that's that's totally fine by me. This is a total do. I was, I, I mean, do it for sure. Um, be ready for near pornography levels of boobs. <laughs> I still don't think it's it's as soft, Corey. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's just near like, pornography. Malibu Express has the one scene where it's like, okay, this is just softcore porn. Yeah, that this is made for Showtime. Just so much boobs that I don't know if it's actually. It's at no point is it uncomfortable, other than the rape scene. But that's not for like horniness. That's for um, unco- that's, you're it, supposed to feel uncomfortable. There's also a lot of snatch in this movie. A lot of full frontal. Uh, this movie has yeah. a moderate nudity rating. On IMDb, moderate, what? moderate, moderate. There's a moderate amount of nudity in this film. Yeah, if they would have shown the Flasher's wiener, uh, there's nothing you didn't see in this film. If they show the Flasher's wiener, it's rated it's X. Because wieners are rated X yeah. in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, no, this is this is high, high, maybe even severe levels of nudity. It. Basically defines gratuitous nudity. Yeah, this is, is this, this is the most gratuitous movie we've ever done. Uh, that's what I'll give it. Gratuitous, very gratuitous. Uh, so there's that. Next week on the podcast is Jackie's pick. Are you prepared? No, but it's going to be a Christmas movie because it's going to be the first week of Christmas. Uh, next week, literally, it's will Thanksgiving. Not be. Stop skipping yeah, Thanksgiving. Stop. You can't do it until December. You have to pick something else. You get three. We each get a Christmas pick. You can't start it in fucking November. It's not going to line up. Pick something else. All right. Fine. I'll find something. It's nonsensical. It's nonsense. It's nonsensical November, Jackie. Good luck. All right. That's your show, guys. Have a great week. Get to the chopper.